Counselor Accents Podcast. Two school counselors who love their jobs. Oh, and they happen to have Southern accents too. Bless their hearts. I'm Laura Rankhorn. And I am Kim Crumbly. And together we are Counselor Accents. Laura, you're looking fantastic. And I do look like a chicken that has jumped all escaped from the chicken truck. Well, I was, I'm glad that you went right into what you look like because I was panicking in that split second thinking, what do I do? Because the Southern thing is to say, and so do you. And I was like, no, I can't I, say, I just, I mean, no, you know, I'm owning it. I am yeah. owning it. And if you have never got behind a chicken truck, whew, when they are headed to the plant, I feel so sorry for those. And I always vow I will never stick another piece of chicken in my mouth when I see that. But sometimes but then they you find yourself at the Chick-fil-A drive-thru. And, and then uh, and you see them running down the side of the road where they have escaped. And that they always have that, you know, like, you go, you go. And they're like this. They've got this little whatever I've got sticking up and they're running down the road. So I feel like a chicken that has escaped from the chicken plant truck. I had a friend in high school who hit a chicken that had just escaped from the truck. Yes. And I just thought, man, that is so sad because they think for a split second they're free and then, <laughs> you know, they got hit. He said that the the amount of feathers that filled the air, he's never seen anything like it. So oh, legend I- has it. I will say there will be no chicken consumption for at least two days until I'm over this talk right okay. now. Well, um, I can't say this. I can't say the same because they're on sale right now at the grocery store. My sister hit a pig on the way to work. Ooh. Yes, and uh, the only thing that literally, and I am not making this up, the pig head was the ornament on the front of the car. And she went into, she was working at this, at the count, at the office, at the central office at at our system. And she worked at the central office and uh, like the, you know, her balls had to come out and help her get in the vehicle. You thought she'd hit a person, but uh, that is my wild animal hit story. So was the head on the front like a trophy or was it like a trophy like a trophy or was it was it meant to be or was it incidental it was incidental like how did that happen that is people will strap something onto the front of the car as an ornament and <laughs> or the back saying, of the car you're I saying she did not netherland regions tied to the back of a truck and that is never attractive i'm going to go out and say now that i will not be consuming bacon this week. We are vegetarians now. As uh, of right now, you know, this episode. This second, we are vegetarians. I, I will in a week. I will say the beginning of a new year, a school year, always is like New Year's for me. Yeah. Like I make all these resolutions. And well, the other day I called you and you were on a weight loss website and you couldn't focus on what I was trying to tell you because you were too busy making your New Year's resolution. To I lose was. I was looking at, I've decided to eat healthier. It always happens. Like, this is going to wane. And then come January, I'll be doing the same thing. But I don't know why the restart. But then at the beginning of the summer, I'm always like, now that I'm out for summer, I'm going to lose 10 pounds and get in shape. And I never do. So now it's the end of the school year and I do the same thing. I'm going to get up to the crack of dawn and I'm going to run three miles. And, you know, that lasts for about two days. Yeah. But I am determined. Well, um, I would like to say that we have an incentive this year, and that is uh, congratulations is in order for you because you and I. Oh, I was schools, not going to say that. I know, I that's why I thought I better go ahead and put myself in here, too, because she won't do it. I but we have both it. earned the Alabama Program of Distinction Award for our school counseling program. We got that news last week, and we are so excited. Yeah. We are, and, you know, I always say six times the charm. (laughs) (laughs) But, allegedly, this is the rocket ship to ramp. But a lot of states are doing this now, Laura. We found this out at ASCA. So, not all states do this, but some states, you get their program 
the state program, and then that is an automatic ramp. So well, all let's just this, brag about this one for right now. I am just going to brag about this one, but I am going to say there is some kind of dinner or luncheon. It was a luncheon. Luncheon. It's different a than luncheon. a. You could wear a formal to a dinner, but I'd say Sunday best to a luncheon. I'm just I'm saying that in advance for you, so you don't embarrass you and me. Uh, and do you think by showing up at a luncheon with a formal would embarrass me? You are wrong. You are wrong. Right. But uh, yes, so this is. I called. Shout out to Cindy Davis. God love her. I know. She does this for the state of Alabama. And so I called her and I said, are you telling me I am safe to go to Dillard's and buy me a dress? And she said, I could go today because I am going to be at this luncheon. Well, I sent her an email and I said, thank you so much. You're a treasure for the state of Alabama. We certainly didn't make this easy on you, but whew, no. thank you for, she helped coach us through this. And goodness gracious, she's a saint. She is a saint. She is a saint. And I tell you, uh, and she knows this too, it is one of those things that if you do it, at the time you're doing it, you're like, it's like national bull, I'm sure. Anything that is very hard to do, you're like, why am I doing this? And then when you, you know, achieve it, you're like, I've learned so much. Nothing. I think I compared it to childbirth. I said, you know, like the whole process was grueling. And then immediately when I hit the submit button, it was over in an instant done. And you're like, Oh, now I get to hold the baby, which will some, I think it'll be some, if I will buy a trophy, cause I don't think a trophy comes with it, but I'm going to buy a trophy or a crown. Would that embarrass I you? I want a crown. Way? You can buy a trophy. I want a crown. Well, let's just totally embarrass Everybody in the state of Alabama wear a crown, a trophy, and a sash. <laughs> I think we already embarrass everybody in the state of Alabama. So, <laughs> oh, that shit sales. <laughs> We're going to get into our topic for the day. As much as I'd like for our topic to stay just on us, I have a feeling that our listeners don't want to hear just about us. In fact, I think pretty sure half of them left already. So Probably. we're going to move along quickly. So we're going to be calling this, have you ever thought about dot, dot, dot. And so in this segment, we're going to be telling you about some things that maybe you already know about, but maybe we'll give you one little nugget to help you think about it in a different way. So, um, yeah. So hang on. Even if you've ever thought about this, you're already doing it. Uh, this to me. When we were talking about what we wanted to talk about, and uh, I was thinking about organizing for the school year, and the more that I am falling away from paper copies and the more I'm falling away from um, the old regime, I'm just trying to put everything right here because we have all this technology. So getting my... And, and basically, we're going to stay with Google because there's so many different tech things that we could go down to get organized for the school year. But uh, and I saw that you had put out the organize your desktop. I know I scrolled off on that. I saw that you had made that and put that out. I have not added that to my desktop yet, but I'm going to to help organize all of that. But back to the topic is uh, we're going to be talking about Google products, Google Suite products. and how you can use them with your school counseling program. And it's endless the way you can use them. And that's, I use them every day. I think we all use them every day, but we're going to look at them in different ways possibly. So so let me say this, and we say this sometimes when we're speaking, but um, we like to think of us as like, whenever you hear something, you are a cow. Sorry, I just insulted all of our listeners. But I have think a of it, cow story. I would like to talk about <laughs> no, so we'll give up me. Go ahead. Think of it like a cow. When a cow is chewing grass, and occasionally they get a twig or a stick in there, they spit the twig out, and they're consuming the grass. And so you're going to hear some things probably, and you're going to think, I already know that. I'm already doing that. And so that is a twig. Just spit it out, and hopefully you'll have more grass than twigs. Maybe not, but. We want you, even if you get one little blade of grass from this, then we think it's worth your time and our time 
And plus we'll laugh along the way. I have a, I, I feel sure. Always. So uh, I'm going to start with, have you ever thought about in your school counseling program, I'm going to do a heavy hitter to get everybody kind of hooked here. Have you ever thought about using Jamboard in your school counseling program? Ooh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, if you have not, this, check out Jamboard. Uh, you can go straight to your Google Suites, and if it doesn't show up, do show more. It's one of those that's going to come up. And there are several ways that you can use Jamboard. Uh, it is a way for students to interact with students, face to even even if you're you're not face to face, you can interact with the students. Uh, I used Jamboard last year because it was very hard. To, I did a book study with teachers. And it was very hard to pull the teachers all together at, you know, meeting times because everybody's so busy and that just seems to only get worse. So what we did was we did this interactively and I would ask questions in Jamboard. And then it's like if you've not seen Jamboard, it's like you're adding sticky notes. But there's different templates and different things that you can use. Uh, So they would answer or add remarks on that jam board. So we just kind of kept that. We were jamming, if you will. The name says it all. When you're jamming, you're having, you're going back and forth. You're having a jam session. So you could do that in a small group. I can see using that with middle school or high school. If you're doing a book study with students and uh, you want them to read so many pages, or if you're just wanting to do midweek checks, how's everybody doing? Or, you know, you have assigned them to, to put, quotes or uplifting ideas or whatever. So it's just basically the back and forth and the back and forth between what you have to say and what they have to say. So using Jamboard with teachers, with students, if you've never thought about doing that, great way. Um, Jamboard is great. I used it in a meeting with grownups, like an adult meeting. And it was just a great way to organize our ideas. You know, it was one of those, it was a brainstorming session. And you know how I love a brainstorming session. Absolutely. And so I put this Jamboard up on the big screen there in the room. And as they were saying things, I organized, I was typing. I was the only one that was on the Jamboard. But as they were talking, I was creating those sticky notes with each idea on there and sorting them into different areas on the Jamboard. And it was such a great visual to have everybody's idea up there on the big screen. And, you know, one idea just inspires other ideas. So I don't know if it might be a good thing to use in your advisory council, whenever you guys are having a brainstorming session, in your advisory council, or um, even in leadership meetings. Yeah. 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 I have never used it like that, but... Have you ever has just taught me that that's a great way to have uh, incorporate that in meetings? Well, and then you can send out the graphic, you know, the visual to all of your participants so that they constantly have that reminder of the work that we accomplished that day. So love it, love it, love it, love it. Okay. All right. Well, next, why don't we talk about Google Classroom? And you may be thinking a number of things. You may be thinking, I already know about Google Classroom. You may be thinking, I'm not at a Google school and I do not have Google Classroom. Well, Kim, you, one of your famous sayings in my mind is where there's a will, there's a way. You're out of way to make it happen. So whether it is Google Classroom, whether it's Schoology, whether it's whatever your uh, platform is that your school uses, Take advantage of that as a school counselor. You may think, oh, that's just for teachers. No, there is tremendous value in using it as a school counselor. And here's the thing. As long as you have a Gmail account, you can have a Google Classroom and students can join your Google Classroom with just a code. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you can have them bring their devices. And even if you're not a Google school, they can still be in your Google Classroom. So, what's the... Once they're in your Google Classroom, you can push lessons out. Um, if they're absent, you know, one of the things, if you're uh, if you're trying to ramp or if you're trying to run a, um, a ASCA national model school program, then you have to show how you get the lessons in front of the students who are absent. 
well, Google Classroom or some other substitution is a great way to do that because you can put the lesson out there and they have access to it at their convenience. Um, Absolutely. A lot of schools have gotten shortages on school counselors. They have not got those hired. And so, um, and I've had to do this before too, where we've had, uh, where I've had to do a lesson and send out to multiple, not just my school, but it was a lesson and it went out to multiple schools. So a lot of times just, and, it, and the great thing I think that we need to remind school counselors is we're getting information out. It doesn't mean that we're the person that's giving that information. So pulling that information, putting it in a Google Classroom, assigning that uh, is, you know, is, and I have, I have done that. I have put other people speaking about a topic into the Google Classroom. And you've got evidence that it's done. It's there in the Google Classroom. And it's a great way. It's just a great tool to use. Well, it's a great way to multiply your time because if you only have so much time that you can go into the classroom, um, then it's a great way. Like if you think I'm only in the classroom once a month, but I have this many lessons and these many, this many topics that I need to cover and I'm having to use one for Meet the Counselor, which is important. But if you do your Meet the Counselor and put it out there in Google Classroom, then you can go in on that first lesson and hit it hard with whatever content you've got to cover based on your data, what your data says you need to cover. So it's a a time multiplier. I also want to take it a step further. Have you ever thought about having a Google Classroom for your teachers? So then you can have your teachers join your Google Classroom, and then you can push out the information that you need for them to have, um, especially, you know, some of those documents documents that – you need them to sign, you know, whatever, whatever kind of have information. Yeah. Huh. What do I have, have a copy of it? And, and I right. do that every year. I have a Google Classroom for the teachers and everybody has so many new teachers. It's going to be a complete start over because I mean, it's just like we have. I think that's across the country. So many new teachers. But you adding uh, documents that teachers can just look at if they if there is a um, Department of Human Resources document that they need to be able to get to, they can just get to that or right. a, a self-harm policy, everything. You are adding that in their Google Classroom. So as it comes to you, and that's a great way. And you have record of it and they can get to it. You're not having to continually give them things. Or I can say here, it's in your Google Classroom, everything that you need is in your, in your Google Classroom. So I love that, love that, love that. Well, and I, I hope I'm not stealing one of yours. I think you just mentioned it, but um, one year we did a book study through Google Classroom and, um, you know, you can comment right there in Google Classroom. You can push the assignment out there, the chapter discussion right there in Google Classroom. So we've given you Jamboard and Google Classroom that are great for staff book studies. Absolutely. I've never thought about that as a book study. Um so have you ever thought about, and Laura, I'm gonna th- we did not talk about this one, but Google Ooh. Calendar, Google Calendar, or, uh, and, and I did not look into this enough, but I've been seeing a lot of, on the Ask a Thread about um, how to keep up with your time. And I know that, that there is more to that than I realized. Um, I would like to spend some time looking more into the Google Calendar, but, you know, going ahead and using that calendar, a lot of people use that calendar to send out and have teachers put in when they want them to come, going ahead and put um, meetings or anything that you have and using that Google Calendar, it sends reminders and it's there right there for, you know, it's, it's, it's just a good thing to organize for the beginning of the school year. If you haven't Very done good. that. Very good. Okay, I would like to say, have you ever thought about using Google Sheets on a daily basis as the like heart of your school counseling program? I think that a lot of times we think of spreadsheets and, you know, maybe there's something for adding and subtracting, but I use Google Spreadsheets or Google Sheets every single day and it houses the brains of my school counseling program. And I know it does for you too. It does. Um, it's spreadsheets. It made me want to laugh at you and go, thank you, 1995. <laughs> spreadsheets. 
That's it what sounded, it is. It just sounded old. Nobody says that anymore, Laura. Please be cool. Sheets, just sheets. Gotcha. Google sheets. Okay. Sheets. Have you ever thought about using sheets? That yeah, better? that's better. Yeah. Okay. It's so old. I just feel like spreadsheet is so professional sounding. Like oh, I'm a professional, boy. and you're trying to be a college kid. <laughs> Me and Google. Yeah, Me you and Google. Google. Um, um, everything, everything. I'm with you on that. Uh, that is the one of the uh, greatest, easiest organizational tools available, I think, for a school counselor. And already at the beginning of the school year, in my database, I have all the school students in their homeroom. So I just copy that. Or if sometimes those debt now ours doesn't right now, but some when we use that now it did, so some do. You can export it into Google Sheets or um, Excel, and then over into Google Sheets. But my I have not found a way to do that in what we're using. But I can copy and paste that, and I can put every student in my school in their homeroom on Google Sheets within five minutes, literally. And Google Sheets is so much smarter than I am and definitely than you are. And it's, it's like it interprets what I want it to do. It's like it knows what I want it to do. It's the best assistant that you yeah. have as a school counselor. I'm replacing you. Google Sheets. It Go knows ahead. what you want to do before you do it. But once those students' names are in their homeroom, then I'm going to go ahead and make headers of information that I want them to know, um, that I want to know about the students. And it could be, you know, as we've said before, I want to mark all of the students who may already be in, be receiving special services, mental health, or uh, anything else. So I'll have headers for all that and mark those. And then I use that same Google Sheets for our minute me meeting questions. And when they come and see me, uh, I have, a place to in that within that Google Sheets where I can just anecdotally keep up with that too. So uh, I, I love this because everything is a control F away and it's just control F, put that student's name in and you got everything at your fingertips. I love that. And then you don't have to worry about like burning a notebook that has all of your student information in it <laughs> because it is, it's right there. And so that is great. I love it. I love it. And so investigate that if you have not looked at how to do that. And, you know, I don't know, we may need to make a video or something. We get so many questions about using the Google Sheets and how we use the Google Sheets. But uh, it is a game changer. And that is the first thing I will do is create the homerooms and Google Sheet at the bottom and uh, then just copy and paste all the students into their homeroom. And then uh, the questions are at the top of the Google Sheets so that it I can continually, it's a live document. So I can continually add as I need to or take away as I need to. And may I say also with Google Sheets, consider, you know, when you look at your data and you look at your yearly calendar and you figure out what you're teaching when, what small groups you're doing when, what lessons you're doing when, Put that in a Google Sheet and then link it to that lesson. All the information, um, you know, whatever printouts or anything that you have that go with that lesson, link it to the PDF, link it to the file, whatever, within a spreadsheet. So then you can create that spreadsheet that says yearly, yearly plan. It's all right there. I don't know. I've spent many hours over my lifetime searching for things. Even this morning, I couldn't find couldn't find my shirt, couldn't find my bracelet, you know, whatever. I wish I had a Google sheet for my personal life because yeah. it organizes it so much better. If you could just have a control F away for everything in your life. For everything. Be. Yes. Then I stepped in an ant bed, but that's a whole other story about my morning. <laughs> I was wondering why you were so swollen. Oh, my foot, Kim, not my face. Oh, oh, geez, that's embarrassing. That would be, let me explain that for a second. I'm glad I'd like to rabbit trail for a minute. But I found a copycat recipe for those pink sugar cookies from Crumble that they don't, you know, they used to be a weekly thing and I would go almost weekly. 
um, I found a copycat recipe. That is why I'm so swollen because I've made them every week now. Well, thank you for sharing that recipe with me. Well, not everybody loves them and I had to make sure I perfected it this week. I perfected it. So I need the recipe. I'll be sharing it. But well, you're yeah. probably going to have to share it as a link because everybody's going to want to know now because you've mentioned it. That's true. Well, it's an acquired taste. I love icing on everything. I would eat icing yeah. on meatloaf right? if it were socially acceptable. And um, so I love icing. I can't get enough icing. And those cookies have a lot of icing. And some people, it's too much for them. And I call them, I call those people weenies. Because if you can't eat that I level of icing, want to say this is why every time we go off, I get gas. I have gastro bypass surgery, gastroditis. <laughs> I don't even know yeah. what. I, I have literally developed IBS just looking at you wearing we're on trips. You can eat some of the craziest combinations and just I be can, totally fine. I and I have always prided myself of having a stomach of iron. Nope. I cannot do your level. Your level of mixture. I mean, you could put icing on beef jerky and you are happy. And, oh, that I so dry and you just, yeah, I can't. You eat me under the table. And I mean that in the best of ways. Right, that is the highest compliment you've ever uh, given me. And I appreciate it. You're welcome. But let's remember that I did have a life threatening surgery due to my eating and digestion. And so, you know, maybe, maybe I don't have quite the stomach of iron that I thought. It leads to a surgery every couple of years. Gallstone the size of a watermelon. Perhaps you might want to rethink that crap you're putting down your throat. All right. Yeah. Okay. So, um, moving on, Google Sheets. Uh, You mentioned, and I want to talk about this. This has been a game changer. And that is Google Docs. And I'm only saying that because you already jumped ahead and started talking about linking everything. Uh, If you create one document in Google Docs and everything that you're going to use is in, can be placed within that one document, one page, everything I can connect. I can put one document up that I go to every day and anything that I might use during the day, I could actually make a link to that. So. I want to take this not a step further, but a step sideways, we'll say. Um, So I've started doing this when I meet with my principal and some of our leadership team. We are like, if our topic is uh, beginning of the year and all the things that we need to do there at the beginning of the year, I'm typing the notes like I'm a court reporter. But then as they're mentioning things like, oh, we have to do the teacher introductory Uh, presentation. Well, I am linking to the teacher introductory presentation right there in that Google Doc. If we have to um, order something, I'm linking to the order form right there in that Google Doc. Everything is linked right there in that Google Doc that's titled beginning of the year or whatever, whatever we're working on at that moment. Uh, we use this with each other. We finally, after how many years of being together, have created a one-page document because it was a joke. We would be always like, well, let's create another Google Sheets or let's create another form or let's create it. And we realized we need one place where everything can be linked to that. So, uh, you and then it was like, aha, why did this take us so long to figure this out? But using that in... Uh, and shout out to uh, our C4C friends, because when we meet with them, it is all, they are the Google Doc link gurus of the world. So that was really some great training that we had on, because uh, uh, we do some work with C4C. So use Google Docs, link everything. After a meeting, link everything. You may, It makes you look like, uh, we always say, what are our three, three? Our three things. Am I using my time effectively? Does it position me as a leader? And am I successful? And when you do this, I promise you, jaws will drop and people will say, that is genius. Yeah. So, yeah. So do it, do it, do it. It's, it's the linking to all those are, are wonderful. Uh, have you ever thought about using Google Forms in Tell your school? Tell me more. 
Google Forms are, again, I can make a document and link the Google Forms to it. Google Forms are such a quick, easy way to do a pre-test, post-test, to find out any information from teachers that you need to know, uh, getting a, just a survey out there quickly and back. And those are, are just questions answered and using those Google Forms. So if you have not used Google Forms in your school counseling life, it is just extremely easy. Everything is so fluid with Google. And that's one of the things I know a lot of school systems don't use Google as per se. That's why we're saying you may have to go rogue and do all of this Google on your own. But uh, Google Forms are wonderful for a school counselor. Well, I use Google Forms for my I need to see the counselor. That's how students notify me that they need to see me. I put it in my Google Classroom and I've pinned that form to the very top. So that when students go into their Google Classroom, they click on, I need to see the counselor, fill out the form, and it comes straight to my inbox. Um, and let me tell you how that's been a game changer. On my Google form, they have to put their homeroom teacher and they have to put the reason why they're coming to see me. So whenever I got ready to present to my advisory council at the end of the year and do all of my end of year data, data collection, I had all of my Google Forms right there in a spreadsheet. Sorry, in a sheet. Thank you. Because it automatically populates into a spreadsheet. And so I could just create a chart very easily to tell me a number of things. Number one, which grade level is coming to see me the most? Then I could sort it and see which homeroom teacher is, whose kids am I seeing the most of? I could also see what are the reasons that kids are coming to see me. And I will tell you uh, this, uh, I, every opportunity I get to talk about this, I'm going to talk about it. But 98.1% of the reasons kids were coming to see me were family, anxiety, friends. 1.9% was school. And so when people think that, um, you know, that's a great prove it for school counselors because we're there not to help kids with school necessarily, although we do have an academic pillar. We're there to help them with everything else so they can focus on school. So that's a soapbox that I will get off of right now, but it's a great prove it. And so when you're using Google Forms and it automatically populates into a spreadsheet, it's so easy to run your data reports. And think about you've done a lesson and you're using Google Forms to answer to see what they know and, and you're use it's populating who knows what and you can realize you, you know get you have that data in front of you of how many students were not able to exit that lesson knowing what you were trying to get them to understand or how many how successful you were. That's a great uh, point. And if you're trying to ramp. That's something you have to look at. Who did not master this concept and what are you going to do to go back over it? And so whenever, so if you do it in a Google form, very easily you can say, okay, these five students, I need to do a re redo with them because they didn't, yeah. they didn't grasp the concept. Let me tell you another way that I used Google forms last year. And if this doesn't make sense, we'll take it out. But, um, well, so we're going to start that. Are we going to start that? That doesn't make sense. Well, there goes the podcast. There goes the podcast. It's zero minutes long now. Um, so last year we did some SEL work and we wanted teachers and students to identify kind of how they were feeling in the class because we felt like once the teachers could identify what is the motive behind this student's behavior, then they could give them an appropriate um task, I guess, or um, break or whatever. So we had three different um, categories that behavior fell into. Like, are they trying to get attention or are they trying to avoid the assignment? You know, things like that. So I felt like if a teacher just saw those three categories, they would automatically say, oh, well, they're trying to get attention. When really, they may be acting out, but it could be because they don't understand the concept and they're avoiding the work. So I wanted to do it more in a way where teachers couldn't see the categories and they were asking these like raw questions. They were asked these questions that would help determine what the category was. So 
we did a card sort and put the information into a Google form and it automatically calculated the highest category so that we could see at a glance, okay, this is the highest score and this is this is the child's behavior or this is the motive behind the child's behavior. And then we could give them strategies. So, you know, without doing the card sort, it would be very easy to create a Google form um, to identify student behaviors and um, and identify the motives behind that. And I'm sure that's just a Google search away to, um, you know, find those categories and stuff. About that. Are yeah. the students answering what they feel like their behavior yes. is caused from? So you're talking yeah. to, which we say is our goal this year is student voice. That's our, that's, that's where we're really wanting to make sure that students are giving a voice to make, as we say, cha- individual changes and systemic changes. And I just feel like for me, that is something I want to do. I, I have never thought about that. So thank you for uh, sharing that. I do want to use that. I want to give, I want to know the students tell me why they, why their behavior is the way it is. We did, we did this mainly with teachers, but then we started thinking, you know, kind of what you're saying, like, I wonder what the students would say um, about this. And and it was so interesting. You and I love data. And this was a data treasure, treasure chest, because just the kids were not aware sometimes that the teachers were frustrated with them, which I think is a great reflection of, you know, how the teachers are, that they weren't showing their frustration. So the kids were in there and I don't know, there was just so much, that's a whole other podcast probably, but um, we, we did it through a card sort, but this year I want to use just Google forms. I was using Google forms on my side, like when they were sorting the cards, every one of them had a point value. They didn't know the point value, but I did. So I was putting it into a Google form and it automatically calculated, okay, this is the highest uh, that they, this is the highest category. And it would show, okay, yeah, they are trying to get attention. And then we could say, give them leadership opportunities, give them, um, you know, I, I don't know, yeah. it really is a whole other podcast. But then with the students, when they sorted, it just gave us the other side of the coin, really. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I love that. Um, I'm writing down things, even for myself, as we go. Okay. Um, I would love to be a guest on your podcast and talk about that. I am going to have you do this this year and then come back and talk to me about that because I love that idea. Uh, I would like to ask, have you ever thought about, and I feel like this is so simple and everybody has done this, but I want to maybe talk about the pluses of using Google slides. Okay. Um, Google Slides is, of course, Google's PowerPoint. But one of the things that I love about Google Please just say point. Please just say point. That makes no sense. I said it's like PowerPoint. Who even says that anymore? We say Google. We just just say slides, okay? Sheets, slides, docs. Not document. Please. Um, So when we think about those Google Slides and... and, uh, I like to add illustrations. And one of the great things about Google Slides is you can get the illustrations right there. I mean, you just it, Google has all these illustrations that you can use. So if I'm doing just a really quick lesson. Another thing is doing lessons, especially if you are wanting students to be interactive and you make that Google Slide interactive, you know, where they're moving, they're checking the check boxes and they're moving the check over to the box or whatever. There's just different things that yeah. you can use in Google Slides that you can't. It's just more interactive. Now, uh, before we do some practical. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. You didn't let me talk about Google Slides. Oh, I didn't know if you knew about Google Slides. Oh, okay. I would like to propose uh, letting students create a vision board using Google Slides. That is so much fun and so easy because of what you said. You can bring in the images straight from a Google search right there in Google Slides. They can add music, you know getting them to create a playlist. How easy is that right there on Google slides? Um, so thank you for allowing me to share. So welcome. Uh, there are, we're, you know, we're only Google is, I really would love to be one of those people that have the Google certification. I'm not, I feel like it's podcasts that they're going to add it on to that. Yeah. 
distinction that I already have. And I they're going to be knocking on our door. Uh, they're going, please never talk about us again. Cease and assist. So is it desist or it's assist? Desist. It's desist. desist. You could use some assistance knowing what to say, when to say it, but it is desist. I could. I came up with, I told a teacher last week, I found these, they were, our school's being redone. And so that some, there were just these, the bottom of trees where somebody had made trees. And mm-hmm. I said, just add, it was a new teacher. And I really wanted to show how intelligent I was. I said, just oh, add boy. Just add some palm frost. And she said, do you mean palm? It wasn't frost. She's the right word. What do you call that? Fronds. 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 And I said, you say fronds, but here we say frost. And then I just walked off, leaving her to think, wow, she's either an idiot or they, I've got to learn this new language. Let me say, Laura, to be sure, if you're not used to using Google products that Remember that if you are wanting students to copy, uh, you know, you don't want everybody because it's a live document. Remember to take out the word edit, add the word copy, and it will generate copies for students. Uh, If it's a Google product where if we're all in it at one time, we're screwing everything up. Uh, You can't say that. What? That just took us to a PG level. Screw up. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm using it in a different way than you are, Laura. Mm, mm, mm. The other thing is when you share Google Documents, remember that you're going to have, if you're if you're sharing something that you're going to allow teachers to work in, that you're going to have to give them that uh, edit, make them, you know, uh, accessible for them to edit within it. I think that's making them editor in it. You can make them viewer if you just want them to be viewer. But if you want, just remember those little things. It's not hard, but but those are the things that can kind of, you can forget. It'll trip you up. But then you cannot, they can go back and request access and you can grant it. But um, I will say that I love a Shake It Up Learning with Casey Bell. Is that her name? Shake It Up Learning. We have her speak in our district. She does a, a lot of things with Google. A lot of like, I mean, she's been doing this for a few years now. And I'm like, how many different ways can you use these products? But boy, when it comes to educators, she can pull out a bunch of different ideas. So, but looking at it just from school counselors and starting your new year, uh, I thought it was important. And we both thought it was important that getting your year organized, part of that is getting how you're going to get student information out, how you're going to get student information in. And uh, there are other things besides Google, but we hope that this conversation kind of got your brain going. Hey, and what you just said made me think um, Google Sites. If, you know, getting information out there, if you very quickly can create a Google Site that you can link on your school system website. I wish I had thought about that. in years past, when maybe I didn't have access to my school website, I could have created my own. And you can put everything that you need, everything that you want parents to know about. You created a magazine, which I would like to invite you to speak on my podcast sometime about your magazine. I would love I would love to share my, instead of a brochure this year, I did a Google, I, I mean, excuse me, I did a school counselor magazine. And this would be great for students to use and put together. But uh, that's another, you know, another, like, yes, you invite me on and I would love to talk to you about that. But that would be very easy to link on a Google site because there is a digital version of this um, magazine. And so, you know, using a Google site, I used Google sites to create coping skills, links to different coping skills websites. so that kids, you know, before they come to see me, they can go to the, the coping skills. I believe you're using that this year too. Yes, yes. Um, I am. I am using what you created. I'm not recreating. I'm using what you created. Did you put your name on it? I did. Okay, I good. did. And there is a plagiarism award that I feel pretty confident. Um, I'm reporting you now. Thank you. Uh, you know, my mind is continuing to, sh- as we talk, it's just more and more of these wonderful, great things. But but let me just say 
think about maybe you've done things the same way, or maybe you're new and you've never done it anyway, but maybe you've done things the same way. Every year, I have these huge notebooks for different pockets of my job. And going forward, uh, if you please, please, please have easy access to a scanner, have easy access to a scanner and scan everything and keep it, uh, keep just, just scan it and keep it uh, so that it, you're not having to continually chase down paperwork. And, and two, I think uh, I have, there's a lot of paperwork that it's just for me to know, but I wouldn't want anybody to see it. It's not feasible to lock up everything in my office, but having your password secure on your computer is and having everything where you know it is on the computer. Or if you haven't looked at Laura's thing that she said where you can, what, what would you call that? Organizing your desktop, a little yeah. help for that. So I'm going to be doing that this year. But think about maybe going less paper this year, using Google more. Uh, I love lessons that are not tech and hands-on, but organization, boy, it's just the way to go to organize yourself. So anyway, I feel like we could go on and on and on, but I feel like that's a lot of information. So maybe maybe there was something maybe you haven't thought about. I w- there were things I had not thought about that you shared with me. And you shared a few things with me that I already knew. So thank you. Oh, that makes me so mad. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you'd like to share here? Closing remarks? Prayer, what you want to close this out in prayer? What do you want to do? I think that's it. I think that's it. We are in our back to school brain, and that is a whole different, you know, thing. So, and that explains why it's been what two or three weeks since you've gotten a fresh podcast from us. You can tell that we are actually school counselors in the trenches with you because sometimes we do have these lags between episodes. And that is because we are working just as hard as you are at loving our students and helping our school. And so never think for a second that we don't really have an idea of what, what it's actually like. We do. We're there with you and we're, we're so excited for you guys as the year starts. And we also, um, what, what do you call it? We're, we're going forth with trepidation. Is that, is that a thing? Because trepidation but that's okay okay but we know every year holds opportunities and you know and Laura that reminds me that we spoke to a group of college students last year I don't know why I'm holding up if you can't see anything I mean not last year a few days ago and uh talking to those students was so so much fun we spoke to a group from Iowa, and um, it was just a great time of us sharing what it's like out here in the real world of school counseling as they get ready to embark on their school counseling journey. And I feel like we made about 50 new friends talking to them. Um, they were such a great group, so encouraging. And that's what we love about school counselors. Everywhere we speak, everywhere we go, it is the most encouraging group of people ever, anywhere. Um, Yes, such a sweet group of people. Yeah, but thank you for letting us speak to your class. Um, Helps us know what's kind of going on, too, out there with um, what what, uh, students are looking for and, and what they need. We hope our podcast does that. That's why we're here to advocate for school counselors. And to uh, share knowledge, and not that Laura has any, but you other make up for it though. You I'm make up for it, and our guests too. Make of it, I'm and I'm learning. learning. I'm learning as we go. Uh, that you're so cordial about that makes me angry. Is cordial you're just angry? You're just. It's you need some also, I'm tired. I'm tired. That news evidence by your hair. <laughs> <laughs> I will not fix up because I want everyone to know how tired I am. Have you ever met those people? Like I won't. Well, that's where I'm at. Okay. I want you to know I'm working harder than you are because clearly look at me. I'm worn out. Worn that's out. Funny. How many ponytails you got going on back there? I have two. And my <laughs> hair again is three inches long. So that's not an easy task. Burp, burp. 
All right. It's cute. Everything you do is cute. And I just, uh-huh. I'm overcome with love for you right now. Right now? I don't know how yeah. that happens. Well, I had to explain that to my principal, which he did not understand my overcome with love. Now, the teachers who've been there know that I will become overcome. It's like a Holy Spirit moves and I will just be on you like fleas on a flat place, flugel horse. Got to get some love. Got to get in there and get some love. And so I had to explain that it could happen in mid-sentence. And you know that, Laura. Like It has. And I have this over it bubbles from the toes all the way up to my brain that I love you and I have to show that and it can scare people I'm going to be honest I don't even know what that's called what that happens to me is called but my new principal now is he realizes that it could happen mid-sentence and I will have to give a hug and um love he learned he has learned new teachers are running I've scared him off some of them but I'll bring them back around. Oh, yeah. You do. And HR's you only called me twice this week. And that's a hey, not bad. You've only had three days of school this week and they only called you once. I know. Twice. All right. Well, as always, you can join our Instagram group. You can follow us on Facebook, follow us on YouTube. We do put this out as a video. And so you're welcome to watch it. But I would caution you today. <laughs> <laughs> I would highly advise that you if, you, if you've watched it on Instagram, I mean, on YouTube, then this warning has come too late and they'll probably <laughs> never hear it because they probably didn't make it through. But um, anyway, is there anywhere else that people can find it? We have a TikTok account. We have not yet put any TikTok videos out. They're coming. I mean, we just, we just keep saying it. They're coming. They're coming. I can't and wait. I think you can join our mailing list um if you go to our website you can sign up to receive our newsletter we try not to inundate your mailbox with too much stuff we only send stuff out when we have something really really good and also on our website you can find other stuff like how to get in touch with us um, if you want us to come speak at your organization um, or your school whatever then we will come do that all right i think that's it that's it have a great day